0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Patricia Blondheim.
1: Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia Blondheim, and today we have good neighbor Sherry Bryant. Sherry is a partner at Capstone Coin and Bullion, that's in Essex Square here in tuscaloosa sherry how are you this morning
0: i'm good how are you patricia
1: i'm doing great thank you tell us about capstone coin and bullion
0: um we've been in business for it was two years in october we're family owned um andy and i own the business together his family's been in the business for 40 years but this is um, a separate entity even though you know it's family we we all work together um but yeah we buy sell and trade um gold silver any bullion old u.s coins paper money um you name it we pretty much deal with it (laughs)
1: So even though you've been in business for two years and that would make you, you know, rather new business, what you are is you're an offshoot of a larger network of businesses that all work together to, um, I don't know, to, um, I guess, acquire anything that somebody needs or wants, but also to give them the resources for small or large purchases inside of that. Is that true? Yes. 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 So what wh- why true. why would I um, why would I why would I buy a coin?
0: Well a, a lot of people love to put together collections of coins anywhere from wheat pennies to uh, Morgan silver dollars all the way back to your uh, colonial coins um, there's so much history there and people just people love them and they like to put together collections. Um, Some of them have the uh, opportunity to increase in value. Uh, Some do not. It just depends on the collection that you're putting together. Um, You also have the, the bullion aspect of it. And if you look back at trends, gold and silver both, even though they rise and fall just like the stock market does, they are both continuously on an upward trend so it's a good investment for your future especially with the um economy and the uncertainty of the dollar Um, gold and silver is a good investment to kind of protect your wealth um because for example if the stock market was to crash you lose everything if you have gold and silver it always holds a value um does it always hold the value at the price you paid for it uh no it doesn't but it has great potential to increase um so it, you know it's kind of like the stock market but at the same time there's a security there if that makes sense
1: so i've been i've been in your store um and I see people, they come in and they, um, they'll buy a bar of silver or, in some cases, a bar of gold. Um, mm-hmm. why, do they, why do they do that?
0: Um, well, like, like I was saying, it, it helps to protect your wealth. Just like people who invest in the stock market, you know, they're, they're expecting the stock market to rise and be able to gain money. Um, it's the same with gold and silver, um, but like I was saying earlier, if if the stock market was to crash, you lose everything, but if you have the gold and silver, it's always going to hold a value. It's never going to be worthless. Um, some people refer to it as real money um, because it's, you know, the dollar, we don't back our dollar with with anything. Uh, it's just, you know, paper that circulates. Um, gold and silver is going to always hold a value because it there's so many uses for it other than monetary. You know, it's in medical equipment, it's in cars, it's in all the electronics. So, it's always going to have a value.
1: Right. So, I guess that was uh, the, my last question. wasn't complete, so thank you for completing it. Um, I, I think what I wanted to say to uh, to define, and you helped me do that, is um, why you would t- go buy a, a bar of silver and not just put your money in a high yield savings account. Um, mm-hmm. And so, the second part of that question is once I once I buy gold or silver, it does that make my investment
0: less liquid no um when when you buy gold and silver you also have the exact same availability to sell it so if if in the future you have an emergency where you need cash all you have to do is bring it back and sell it back for cash or whatever the currency is at the time so it's it's fairly liquid Uh, a lot of people like it because they like like to be able to hold it in their hand they come in and they walk out the door with it and it makes you know they feel better having it in their hand versus on a piece of paper saying i own one ounce of gold, or I own one ounce of silver. you know they've actually got it in their hand, and at any point in time that they need cash or the current currency, they just bring it back and exchange it back for um, for the current currency. That's hard to say
1: <laughs> well, sherry how did you how did you get into this business? I mean, what was your journey to get here <clears throat>
0: Well, Andy's been in the business his entire life. His dad opened a coin shop in '84, and he worked for, for his dad's from the age of nine up till um, probably about ten years ago. He decided, I want a break. Uh, went into personal training, and that's how I met Andy. Um, he was my personal trainer. Uh, we became a couple. And during during the whole time, he, he always, he never let go of the idea that he wanted his own coin shop. So when the opportunity came, um, came open here in Northport, we remodeled his grandmother's house and moved to Northport and started looking for a location to open the shop. Um, so this is Andy's dream come true. Um, I kind of got thrown into the middle of it, you know, because of Andy and, um, I've enjoyed 99.9% of it, (laughs) you know, there, there's, it's, it can be stressful, um, but it's very rewarding and, and being able to work for yourself versus, um, someone else. You know, it, it opens up so many avenues to be able to to just I guess live your dream, so to speak. Especially Andy's dream.
1: Yeah, well you're doing great if you like ninety-nine point nine percent of it. <laughs> hey, can you tell us about any um there there must be you're doing great, Cherry. You're good. We had a small <laughs> delay there, but um, can you tell us about any misconceptions people have about um, about the, the precious metals or coins?
0: Um, yes. To s- start with, everybody believes that a bright, shiny coin is a better coin. Um, that is not true. A coin is worth its most in its original state. But it's human nature to want to clean it. If you see it dirty, you want to clean it. But um, I, we tell people what it, it don't matter if it's two inches thick in dirt, bring it the way it is. Because if you have a valuable coin and you clean it, then you're cleaning, cleaning away the value. Um, also, older doesn't make it more valuable um there's coins from the 1800s that is worth less than a dollar but people automatically assume because it's an old coin it's worth a lot of money and the third thing is google is your worst enemy um you can get a lot of good information on google but you get a lot of misinformation um a lot of times somebody will post something about a coin that's worth, say, $20,000, but they don't give you all the information. And it takes those key points of information uh, to, ma- to match up with a coin that's worth $20,000. So we have to burst a lot of bubbles when people bring in coins that they've searched on Google And it didn't tell them all the information. So, you know, stay away from Google for high dollar coin information, because it doesn't always give you the correct information.
1: (laughs) And Andy is back there with a really high powered, um, really high powered set of glasses, binoculars, really, to look for these teeny tiny things in a coin that we really can't, can't see. I mean, he's, he's the expert for sure. Yes. Um, and he's, yes. he's, al- he's always back there. Um, you know, examining coins very closely and you're, you're seven days a week, you're in the shop, but there must be something that you do for fun. What do you do?
0: Yeah. Well, um, of course, six days a week we're open. So those days are pretty much, there's no time for fun. Um, cause even after we get home, we still work. Um, Andy loves going to the gym. He's an amateur bodybuilder. So that's how he gets his stress relief. You know, going to the gym, lifting weights, and uh, working out all that stress. So believe me, as much as I fuss about all the strict diets and stuff he's on, I am thankful he has a way to release that stress. (laughs) Um, Myself, I, I have, a son, and uh, three grandbabies. So, on our days off, I head to North Alabama, where I'm originally from, and spend time with family. Uh, To me, that's more important than anything. You know, the grandbabies, they don't stay little for very long, and I want to be there as much as I can with them. Other than that, we, you know, occasionally go out to eat or go to a movie. Sit around, relax, and just watch TV or read a book. You know, sit on the back porch watching the kitty cats play. Um, just your normal average, boring couple.
1: <laughs> we should all be so boring. What about <laughs> what about a um what about a hardship? You know, a, a challenge that you face that has made you stronger and better?
0: Uh, gosh. That's the one where my mind goes blank. Um, for me, having to move away from my family was one of the biggest hardships because. At the time, my first grandchild was born, and she was born with Down syndrome, and then two weeks later, diagnosed with leukemia. So that was a huge struggle just to make the decision to make the move and come here. A lot of prayer went into it, and God has really blessed us, you know. um, With Andy, you know, he, growing up, he was obese, uh, ridiculed, made fun of at school, um, different things like that, that has really impacted his, his uh, self image. And that has really been a major factor, or hardship that he's had to overcome to realize that I'm not what all these kids and, and people made me feel like I was that I'm, I'm better than that. And I'm fully capable of, of, um, succeeding in life. You know, um, bullying is one of the biggest issues in schools These not maybe not the biggest but you know it's very prominent in school and it even happened you know when we were in school and it really impacted the way he sees his and sometimes it's a daily struggle for him to overcome the aspects of of how that made him feel and how it makes him see himself
1: um, isn't it crazy how how harmful those words are when we're young?
0: It is and how long it can stick with you, you know.
1: Um, yeah, I agree. It's a terrible thing. hmm Well, he's the not open, obese now. And he's bigger. Right oh man,
0: Toby. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, you sure did. Yeah and 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 all the all the supply issues and everything during that time that was a big struggle to overcome but um but we did it and we're here
1: you did and you're doing great so uh, tell me wh- what's the one thing you want to leave people with about capstone coin and bullion as we as we close out
0: um one of the biggest, gosh, um, we are a fully functional coin shop. We're not a pawn shop. Um, you, if you come into our store, you'll see we have showcases full of just about anything you can think of. If you're a collector um, and we don't have it, we can help you locate it. Um, if you have coins that you just really don't know what to do with or what their value is we're really knowledgeable can give you an appraisal nine times out of ten free of charge um and and kind of give you some guidance on what to do with it how to store it um andy loves coins his knowledge is vast and he loves talking about them. So anybody that wants to just come in and talk coins, you're very welcome to do that also. Um, but yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I have to tell a little story on myself. I had a um, a a big Rubbermaid bin, one of those large ones that you put in your garage full of, um, you know, mm-hmm. junk jewelry. It was uh, just stuff that I had that I'd collected that I'd picked up um I didn't know what it was it was just I couldn't throw it away because it was jewelry and in that I had what I thought was really valuable which was a a bunch of silver coins and I thought I was going to get the most out of that and what what ended up happening was um I brought in this big unruly bin and we pretty much dumped it out on the counter and started sorting through it which is something that you do quite often by the way I thought that I was going um that I was going to really impose on you by doing this. But apparently you do this all the time. We dumped it out. We went through okay. all the metal in the jewelry and I ended up making more money from the jewelry than I did from the coins, which really were not as valuable as I thought they were going to be. But I think the revelation for me is that, and I've seen it happen again because I've been in your, um, every time I think I'm in your business, I see pre- people come in with large boxes full of disorganized things that they just want to know whether it, is worth anything and if so, what it's worth. And um that was right. a revelation to me that I could that I could do that. That I didn't have to know before I got there.
0: Right. Doesn't have to be organized. Yep. Yeah. We we do that on a daily basis. Um and you know it, it's And it doesn't take us as long as people would think it does because we've done it so much. We have a system and and it's a fairly quick process unless you have 10 Rubbermaid totes full.
1: I know, but this is where I learned something interesting about you, Sherry. I learned about you that you love to untangle necklaces more than anything else maybe in the world. You love to sit there and untangle necklaces. Yes, and you're good it at it. Very you're real good at
0: it. <laughs> it is very therapeutic. <laughs> and and I'll be honest, Patricia, I have bought just junk jewelry that is in a big tangle. I mean, like a fistful of tangled up necklaces just to sit at home and untangle them and unwind because it's so therapeutic and relaxing. Um I I am I'm, I'm odd but I love it.
1: <laughs> hey, how can listeners especially those with rubber-made totes full of tangled necklaces um how can they get a hold of capstone coin and bullion?
0: Uh the easiest way is to just give us a call at 256-397-8860. Um, we do have a informational website, www.capstonecoin.com, uh, that um, you can send us a message. You can actually send us pictures of the coins you have, and we respond to that. And we do have a Facebook page, uh, Capstone, Capstone Coins, uh, on Facebook, uh, and you can message us that way also.
1: Awesome. Or just well, stop I hope... by
0: the store at 80 McFarland Boulevard, Northport, Alabama, and just come in and, and bring it with you. No appointment yeah. needed.
1: It's behind El Grand Patron on uh, on McFarland Boulevard. And right. um a real friendly place, y'all. Go on in and just just talk some really some really fun people. Um, Sherry? Cherry. It's always great to see you. I know I'll be stopping in with another handful of tangled necklaces. Um, it's great to see you in the studio. Thanks for coming by.
0: Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Northport. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpnorthport.com. That's gnpnorthport.com. Or call 205 809 4910.